Hello and welcome to How to Market a Non-Lead Fo- Football Club podcast. My name is Michael Bockle, former Head of Digital at Scottish FA and now a freelance sports marketing consultant. In my spare time, I'm a volunteer at Nairn County FC. I'm going to take you through life as a marketer for a non-league Scottish football team working on next to no budget. Let's get into it. So, before we really get into this podcast, I thought it would be worthwhile providing a bit more information and background on the club. As mentioned before, we play in the fifth tier of Scottish football, one division below the SBFL. Our home ground is Station Park, which on its day can hold a couple of thousand, I'm sure. However, these days, our average attendance is about 300. The ground is an old school setup with a grass pitch that is like a bowling green thanks to the hard work of the volunteers that look after it. We have a main stand with wooden benches that dates back to about the 1920s, probably a bit earlier. On the opposite side of the ground of the pitch, we have the David Johnson enclosure uh, where fans can stand undercover. The enclosure uh, named after the greatest ever player to play for Nairn County as voted for the fans, voted for by the fans, sorry. Behind one goal is a wee grassy hill, while at the Codder Road end, it's a lot tighter, with not much space between the goal and the stadium wall. We have a basic but effective hospitality offering, set up in a cabin as you come into the ground. We've also got a tea hat, selling all the usual, and a club shop set up in a disused turnstile. Hopefully that paints the scene a little, more as to, to how it, the ground set up in particular. In the last podcast, obviously, I chatted about the surveys I put together and how, how it all kicked off. On this podcast, I'll go through the initial plan I shared with the management committee and some of the f- first promotional activities I did to get up and running. So the plan. I try to keep this simple. While I have a million ideas and things I want to do, I need to keep reminding myself that we are a part-time, non-league club with no full-time members of staff. The management committee are stretched as it is, so adding to their workload won't get me far. It's also the same as when starting a full-time job. You know, changing too much too soon can also have a knock-on effect. For context, I presented this plan to the management committee in September 2021. So the plan in detail, so what I did was I, I put together a PowerPoint presentation. The our, We have a monthly committee meeting, first Monday of every month. And what I did was, it, the, as things stand, due to COVID, the committee meeting moved to Zoom, which obviously worked in my favour, not living in there and, and being 180 miles away. So it was easy to share my screen and, and take them through, discuss points, answer questions, etc. So what I tried to do was obviously use the the data and the insights we got from the surveys to help formulate what we wanted to do from, from a marketing point of view. And, and as I said, don't want to try and do too much too soon, but give an idea of some of the initial quick wins we can do and then look at some of the bigger stuff we can look at um, going forward. So started the you know, the plan and the presentation of, you know, who are we? Who, who are Nairn County? 
and I tried to put some some stuff together. So we didn't have a sort of vision per se, or you know, didn't really have any club values. And I once did a podcast for a, it was a Scottish football podcast called Pure Football, and and they gave us an imaginary club to well a lot of sort of you know background to this imaginary club, but you know what what would I do to market? that club so it's still there you can still go and find it and it's quite an interesting listen so I actually took a lot of what I said there and, and you know tried to put my money where my mouth was and and, and you know lift and, and lay that for, for Nairn County so you know what I want to say was a, a club that Nairn is proud of and, and is at the heart of the community you know and then identified it into what do we want to do how are we going to do it and, and why are we going to do it so what we want to do is we want to continue to establish the club at the heart of the community. How we're going to do that is we think differently and do more to create more fans. And then why we do it is essentially because we need more fans to come to Station Park and, and feel like they're part of the club. So our priorities were, or my priorities were, were definitely, you know, as I said before, improve communications with fans attract more fans to Station Park, increase our club 1914 membership, play a strong role in the community and increase hospitality sales. So attracting more fans to Station Park. What we know, 78% of the committee felt when I when I did the committee survey that we could attract more fans to, to Station Park. As I said, we're probably averaging about 300, um, give or take, two over the course of last season. So bear in mind, I did this at the start of the season. There was a bit of a COVID, COVID um, still, at, still at play, but, you know, there was, there was room, I felt, felt that we, we could try and work on, on how we do that. Obviously, the drawback being that we've got a lack of volunteers on the ground resource on match days, so which would really have an, a limit what we could do at this moment in time until we can increase those numbers. The quick wins was definitely look at looking at increasing our presence around town, both on and offline. Online, we or I, you know, introduced Facebook advertising for some of our home fixtures, especially some of the more bigger fixtures where I felt, you know, that were were slightly more attractive to fans that could perhaps persuade some that were even in two minds or hadn't been for a while to, to come up to the games and what we did was set a budget of £50 per game knowing that we would be covered um, at least covered in, in, in break even if we just got 10 extra fans to come to a game um, uh, and, and that's based on you know 10 concessions so full price ticket at Nairn County for last season was adults £10 concessions 5 um, and under 13s um, could go in free. So, you know, five full paying adults or, or, or 10 um, concessions w- w- would cover that. So it's not a lot to to shift. So it was quite an easy sell um, in terms of getting the budget for that. The other thing identified was email marketing. You know, we had a, a we've got Club 1914 which we'll, we'll go into more detail in, in a future podcast. But um, using the, we want to grow that, especially beyond the Club 1914 members, and, and using the club survey 
and, and what I did was put an opt-in, you know, for, for people to sign up to hear more from the club. What we wanted to then look at doing is, can we do competitions? Where where can we identify avid options to get people's and, and fans' email addresses that we can start speaking them to more on a one-to-one basis? Around town, um, an offline market, and we match posters were one that we wanted to, to do more of. It's something that you know a lot of football teams do. It's nothing you know revolutionary, but there was no presence you know really around the, the town centre or, or beyond um, that would let you know that an Aaron County match was on. You know I mentioned in the first podcast we were a seaside town. We've got a big holiday park, um, and you know, we do, the survey showed that we get a lot of fans or a lot of people will come up to watch a game, but we don't really have any presence down there in terms of um, posters or, or information. So again, it was something that we wanted to, to try and look at improving and um, spoiler alert, <laughs> we still have a lot to do there. Um, but we know that school holidays um, are the key times uh, for us when, it, when it's at its busiest. We also wanted to do, um, and it's one thing that every club up and down the land will be um, saying is they, they need to attract younger fans. And, you know, it's still something we're working on. I think one thing I've taken away from this plan, doing this plan and, and being involved with the club over the last, you know, year has been things are not going to happen overnight. And in fact, you can only do so much. At, at one time so you know doing more around attracting kids is probably something I'm only getting really round to this summer um, which is 2022 so a lot of plans in the head you know we, we wanted to um, look at can we hand out kids packs which you know whether it's colouring books or, or whatever else we've got a lot of advertising boards at the ground you know, one of the things we're still looking at doing and, you know, it's, it's on a list somewhere is can we put, you know, blackboard um, on the back of these so it's uh, facing in the crowd so you can hand chalk to the kids when they come into the ground and they can draw on the, on the back of the advertising hoardings um, on the blackboard and, and keep them um, distracted. We also want to do more around the player and the team giveaways, um, especially in schools. Um, and we've got some great plans. Some of these... Uh, require money um, and we've got to prioritise where, where budget goes as well um, especially with some of the bigger projects or ideas but you know we wanted to do more um, in that space we were a bit hampered by COVID um, last season in terms of doing some half time activities and, and getting kids on pitches um, and stuff like that so you know there's still hope we can do this it, it requires you know a bit of manpower um, time uh, and you know can't keep as a management committee keep stretching ourselves too thin so it relies on, on bringing additional bodies on board and, and getting them bought into the ideas you know we want to do something different and one of the things we've looked at and again it was such a, a shame because we, we did actually have plans in place to do some of these things um last season and we were just you know didn't didn't work out because of COVID um, and restrictions, matches either being postponed or um, crowds being limited or, you know, there were spiking cases, so it wasn't a good look for the club to do. But what we had uh, discussed, so we were fortunate 
with the way fixtures landed last season, we had a game on just before Halloween, uh, and the idea was to what we would do was we would sell a special ticket that you would come come with your your kid in advance. But uh, it was something like an, an hour, uh, quarter past one, I think, where three o'clock kickoff, I think we were looking at something like quarter past one, half one. And what we would do is we would do pumpkin carving in the main stand. So we would supply, um, you know, the, the hollowed out pumpkins and you could come in, you could get a, a juice and a, and a wee um, snack and kids could cut their uh, carve their pumpkins. And then what we would do is we would put them on display for fans arriving and then the option was there. You could either take them home after the game, or we would have them let um, so you could, so fans could see them um, if they were going past the ground, etc. On, on that day, um, it was a it was a nice idea. Just practicalities didn't work for, as I said, COVID. If uh, if I remember correctly, it was one of those reasons we didn't have enough um, match day staff. So again, this is probably where me being remote comes in. Uh, doesn't work in our favour. Um, because if I was there, I could have managed that on the day. Um, obviously, there'd be a bit of mess to, to tidy up with with all the carvings, etc. And again, practically, um, it just wasn't possible with with who we had there. But again, it was an idea that we had to attract younger fans, get people in a bit earlier, and get you know show that we can. It's more than just a game of football for us, and we want to do more of these sort of experiences. We had a game scheduled against Rothis on Saturday the 18th of December and so one week before Christmas and the big plan we advertised it in, a, in all sorts um, was to do Santa it was to appear um, pre-match hand out um, good, um, sort of near county gifts to, to kids there would be you know full opportunities um, and, and some other activities going on Covid impacted that one and we couldn't actually do anything um, around that so that was a, a bit disappointing you know it was a lot of good ideas and, and plans in place but but never fully came to um, fruition so it's one that we're going to uh, look at as we we go on into this season some of the dates haven't worked out as well with, with the release of fixtures um, but you know that there's there's some more stuff that we can do um, around there we Actually, in the end, managed to have a ladies' day uh, at the ground. Um, it went really well. And as a result, we are looking at two ladies' days this season, as, such as the demand. So, you know, it's doing, again, ladies' day is nothing revolutionary. A lot of clubs do that, but for Nair, and it's something that hadn't happened for, for a long time. And again, it's in engaging um, different parts of the community and, and different fans who perhaps wouldn't necessarily um, come and experience near county or if they have it's been a long time since so looking at what doing those different experiences to um, do that we've also looked at how we make the most of tying in with some of the sort of big days in the near calendar and, and hopefully we're going to announce something um, soon on that one as well and um, so we'll talk about that in a future podcast all going well Obviously, there was uh, your online presence uh, is important. I don't think anybody listening to this um, needs to be told that. So, you know, as I said before uh, in the first podcast, you know, our director of football, a lot of the social media output, um, it, the reliance was on him to do it. So he 
we knew there was more that we could do, um, and but we needed to start doing uh, doing some more. So we needed to start doing a bit of recruitment in this space, um, and you know get the right content in place. And you know we're still still working hard on this. Again, it's not a thing that identified that we needed to do this in August September twenty twenty one recording this in um, summer 2022 and we're only just getting started for the new season with, with some volunteers on board so you know it's it's not something we're based in the north of scotland we don't ha- apart from inverness and you know there's inverness near forest elg and there's not big cities in, in the population up our way to have a big pool of volunteers to to dip into so we have to to work around what we can do but you know the we are making progress in this space. It's just taken a lot sort of longer than, than perhaps personally I'd like it to, but that's of no fault of anybody. Um, it's just just what it is. Website identified mentioned that um, in the first podcast, we asked about the website, the current website um, in the survey. It didn't need to be said uh, in the survey, but it came back, you know, that, you know, it needs refreshed with up-to-date content. There's not enough information on it. It's not updated as often as it could be. Um, it's probably not as responsive on mobile as it should. So a lot, you know, just general look and feel. So it's something that identified as a, um, a slightly more priority of, of what we wanted to do um, going into the season ahead and, and, and working on that over the year so again website will come into a, as another podcast because we've made a whole, whole heap of progress on this and we can take you through the process on that wanted to start doing different things at the ground and um, wanted to you know what can we do from a food and drink offering can we develop our own and, and you know chance to try something uh, different and again a couple of things that made grabbed quite the attention and um, that we'll, we'll talk about in a future podcast looked at um you know other things and we've not quite got there yet but you know match outcome incentives if an opposition player gets sent off for example can we give a free cup of tea uh, to everybody at the next game so we're still looking at these sort of things again so many other things on the list of what we want to do and this is their not being there on match day makes it a bit difficult again. So lots of ideas that were put into this original plan that probably haven't seen the light of day quite yet. But again, just a reminder that you might have a million ideas, but they're not all going to happen or, or come to life all at once. And, and this was the case uh, um, fr- from my point of view. So the next thing I looked at as part of this plan was Club 1914. And what we knew was that 55% of fan survey respondents weren't a member. You know, there was 10% there that, were, that weren't aware of Club 1914. You know, our membership probably is about 100 um, people. We wanted to go and see, can we retain who's there, first and foremost, and then can, can we increase this? And the survey feedback indicated that one or two were looking for, for greater um, incentives. We did a bit of a promo, I'll be honest, we did a bit of a promo um, halfway during the year and did a push on it, but didn't really do too much more on this. There was a lot of other things that came up and it's something that we're looking at doing more this summer. So again, we're now looking 10 months down the line 
and um, before we're actually um, doing doing some more in this space. But what we're um, you know we wanted to do some some Facebook promo, um, which we did. To be fair, we, we we did a little bit of that, and we 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 brought in a few more members off the back of that. Did talk about going old school and doing a bit of a leaflet drop. Um, we weighed this up cost wise, and it wasn't something that we we went ahead with last season. But I think it's still something that's on the on the cards. Um, you know, we talk about social promo and, and do more of that, and I think we need to do more of that. And then looking at a, a kids membership offering, which we will another thing a, a lot a long list that we're adding to here in terms of things we'll talk about in future podcasts but we're looking at a junior membership and um, that will be launching um ahead of the new season and then we talked about playing a strong role in the community so again what can we do with schools local businesses um you know talked about hospitality what can we do um around this and then so it was about coming up with new new packages um and one of those which again we'll talk about in a future part, uh, podcast was creating a stag and hen um, party um, hospitality package, um, which again spoiler alert we did, and um, how we we market that and, and attract um, people to sign up for that. So there there was a quite a bit um, of of other little bits throughout the plan, like you know commercial brochure, which we will talk about in the next podcast actually. Um, and you know, looking at new kit processes and and, and f- things like that. But as a as a whole, kept it relatively simple. Went through some ideas that it was it was great because what happened off of presenting this plan was there was a lot of discussion, um, just uh, engagement around additional ideas and and w- what we could potentially look at doing um, going forward. So you know, a lot of exciting stuff came off the back of the um taking people through this um and as i said you know there, there were some initial things i did following the presentation i set up an attendance tracker did some facebook advertising for uh, some of the individual matches we were talking about looked at just really targeting people as a, initially from, from there and with an interest in football tried to use some messaging to play a little bit on emotion but also really just make people aware the game was on and, and what was coming up you know personally uh, i'm no graphic designer at all so imagery and graphics were a bit basic but it was a start it was more than what we were doing before i created some basic fixture posters uh, posters for the, the guys to put up around time and um, some of uh, these featured the next six home games so we didn't have to keep um replacing the individual ones and and that was really it as as a way of just you know really try to get stuff off the ground and just start making a difference. As I said, you know, going through that plan, there was a lot that we're still working on. You know, there's easy to put a lot of pressure on yourself that it, you don't feel you're doing as much as you should be. But um, bear in mind, non-league club don't get paid uh, as a full-time employee. It is very much finding the time to do this sort of activity. Um, so again don't put pressure on yourself is the one bit of advice I can probably give off the back of that on the next podcast we'll go through setting up digital ticketing and the commercial brochure